All right, check, check, check one, check two. This is it. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. With your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming to you again, live and direct from the internet and beyond. It's the Cannabis Coffee Hour. We're doing it again. We're doing it again. Who cares if we win? We'll just do it again. And then we'll smoke some more. I have a podcast with stuff in, stuff to explore and endure and uh, exhale. And the check is in the mail. And what am i talking about i'm talking about the cannabis coffee hour i have a great cup of coffee and i'm almost done it is 12 then it will be one i don't know how long i will flow i just know i gotta go 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 had another show now i'm chilling out these rhymes I'm about to say, they don't play. They just want to know it's the month of May. That is now. That is here. There's a church bell in my ringing in my ear. Not sure if the podcast will pick it up. But once again, I'm sitting on my butt. Delivering another episode, 174. Ooh la la, so much in store. We're gonna talk about coffee. We're gonna talk about shows. We're gonna talk about what goes up your nose. (laughs) Cocaine, no, this is the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Thanks, everybody. I don't know how that's gonna turn out. Yeah, I did enjoy a little bit. Oh, man, I got some great herb today. It's the Italian ice. The Italian ice is too nice, too chill. And every time I hit it, I'm like, uh, and then I'm like, whoa, or not too much. You know, it's just enough, but it definitely is. Does that make sense? Cheers. Um, uh, here's another episode. Um, I am drinking Lava Za, a Classico. Yeah, I'm drinking great cup of coffee. I'm at the last uh, cup of it. And this is Italian coffee. So that goes with the combination of the Italian ice and great herbs. So that's the cannabis coffee hour. We have a very Italiano episode. I'm not Italian. So hopefully I I won't say anything. Uh, I could do Italiano. Oh, uh, ciao. Ciao. Uh, Pizzeria. I love pizzeria. I'm getting a new slice place down the street. I'm excited, but I have to watch slices. Like I said, my cholesterol is a little high, so it's like uh, I don't want to go on the funky medication. So I'm not messing with pepperoni these days. I've been eating fish. I've been eating all this Mediterranean diet, uh, which is mostly like fish twice a week. Lots of nuts, uh, lots of kale. I like all of it. I never feel funky afterwards, which is great. So I've been pretty sticking with 
the no pepperoni, but I have been messing up some pizza. Like I'll have some slices and there's a new slice, but I like the vegan slice. Shout out to two boots. That's a, a great, like funky pizza. That's not like your typical New York pizza, but it was in the lower East side. It was like the hippy dippy pizza, but uh, it kind of blew up. And then they had like, there's, I think there's a few in Baltimore and stuff, but what's interesting about their pizza at two boots pizza they have one on uh, Fifth Avenue in Park Slope, and uh, they have uh, a few all around. I, I remember there was one in Baltimore. But what was interesting is it's uh, if you're what is that called? Um, like the crust is uh, if you're not vegan, but it's like you can't have powder and stuff, uh, flour and stuff. Uh, if you're uh, is that uh, not carbohydrates? Um. Oh Lord, <laughs> this Italian ice is too good. Um, I'll think of it here in a minute. Um, vegan. It's uh maybe I can read about two boots. I'll look, just look them up. That way, um, I'm getting this and not like leaving you hanging because the podcast experience. I do listen back. I mean, I'm. This is 174 weeks in a row of uh, enjoying. I love this uh, doing the cannabis coffee hour and the numbers are going up and it's staying consistent and cannabis is uh, becoming legal. And, uh, you know, it's just a way to talk about it and normalize it uh, a little bit. And hopefully on a chill level, uh, it went right to seamless. Like, I don't really fuck with seamless or DoorDash. I like going to the places, Um, but that was on me. I think I hit the first ad that popped up on Google Goggle and um, let's check this shit out. I know when I see the word and I know the listeners are yelling at me like, dude, I know the word too. Um, Let's see. There's catering. No, I can't believe I can't think of this. Uh, Am I going to have to redo the whole podcast because of uh, this one thing? Let's see here. No, we're going to stick with it. V is for vegan. That isn't. V is for vegan is uh, one of my uh, favorite ones. Yeah, they have a lot of, but then they have a vegan Tony Clifton, shiitake, mushrooms, Vidalia sausage, sweet, uh, sweet red pepper pesto. Oh, that's really good, actually. Mr. Pink, that's a great slice. Like they got all these different funky slices. Um, uh Gluten. 
gluten-free. That's what I was, I had to look up all these like buzzwords to get there, but gluten. Yeah. Like if you're, if, if, if you can't eat gluten, if you're, if you're one of those cats that can't mess with gluten. And I kind of understand that. Like I've always like my philosophy with it all right now is like, with all like these monkey pox and we're going through second COVID, you know, uh, people are getting boosted up. People are getting masked up um, because it's getting funky again that, you know, turning inward in one, a part of turning inward is, is definitely looking at your body and looking at your health. Like I, I pop vitamin C, like it's no thing, man, all day long. Um, I got vitamins galore. Um, I got rhymes galore and vitamins galore <laughs> and some cannabis galore. Uh, and I don't need much. I actually just picked up um, one gram. And this place is called Mr. Nice Guys. I highly recommend it. They started in California. This is American business from California. Um, and then they opened up in D.C. and had success in D.C. And now they're in Brooklyn. And I, I love them. Um very good quality. This is a hybrid, um, but I highly recommend it. <laughs> uh, the Italian ice, uh, the Italian ice here. I mean, New York has the best pizza, but it also has like the best ice cream, like all these different creameries. And then they go to levels of gelato and then they do egg creams. They, I mean, the, uh, just like the food scene in New York. I mean, the, one of the reasons that Brooklyn is so dope uh, and New York is so dope is the food, but that's the funny thing is, is that I got to watch the food, <laughs> uh, as I get older, man, the truth be it, you know, um, I want to watch my ticker. I was watching, uh, speaking of watching, look at that, look at that transition there. Uh, but I was watching the George Carlin, uh, HBO Cinemax pizza hut, Taco Bell, uh, Shout out HBO and Cinemax. Emmanuel got with <laughs> with Bill Maher. Uh, no, that's the streaming service. And uh, I just trip out because they combine. But I love them. And they have, you know, they have the best shit going on, like the Lakers documentary. And then they I mean, it's not a documentary. But it's like that uh, televised show that I love. And then um, they had this special on. um George Carlin, one of the great stand-up comedians of all time. I always loved George Carlin. Um, you know, he's just like top level, like especially when I get super technical, I watch his specials and I especially watch how he opens. Um, I think there's one that's called Riffing in New York that's like the opening is ridiculous. Like he just goes all in. That's kind of the part of the special I'm watching. It's a two part special and I'm halfway through the second one. If you're watching it or have watched it, uh, but it hit me hard last night. You know, I'm surrounded by comedy and I do it all the time. And sometimes you just nerd out on it too much that it could be too much. And I have to watch out. And part of my ego and part of my, you know, deep meditation of stuff I've been doing during the pandemic, you know, I have to watch obsessing. But this one, it's, you know, he's so quality and such a top cat and, you know, he's not perfect, but you can also tell he's a good guy and a good New York, hardworking, uh, funny from the get go. Uh, if you watch the documentary and, uh, you know, just an American dream, but it goes through the 70s and 80s and going through cocaine. That was the part that scared me with the heart attacks. 
and he was 45 years old you know i'm older than that so that's what i was like yo uh so that's why i'm trying to eat fish twice a week and do my 10,000 steps and i've been rocking some pull-ups um you know i've been doing the coffee but i also switched to the chemex so this is I got the grounded coffee. They had a special, you know, as everything, you know, uh, you got to watch your dollar out there a little bit. So I don't, I'm not saying, you know, like I just bought one gram of herb and, you know, uh, and then I've got one bag of coffee, um, but it was the special and it was six ninety nine. So, you know, and that will last you two or three weeks. Um, I don't know about the coffee. Coffee, one bag of coffee, it seems to be lasting now like one, one and a half weeks, but I do one Chemex. But the trippy thing about Chemex is that you can like control how you make and how strong you can make. The more I work with it, the more I understand that it is kind of a more sophisticated and superior coffee device in its simplicity. I know it sounds douchey and all that, but I am getting used to it. And I, you know, there's a reason for it um, because Filtered coffee has less cholesterol or, uh, you know, it's better for your heart than just a straight up raw French press. And um, so that's what I got recommended. And that's why I switched up because I love coffee, but you can go to coffee houses. I think, you know, like Dunkin Donuts, if you just go to the joint, it's already, you know, filtered coffee. If it's, you know, straight up, I was doing like straight up French press, like raw bean all day, like it's espresso. So I just have to watch that. And since I do it all the time, I just switch to the Chemex. And sometimes I just make like a cup and a half, but kind of strong. Sometimes I make, you know, like a full today. I made a full big bomber because I uh, I waited a little bit till the afternoon to start doing the cannabis coffee hour. So you can control it that way. And um, yeah, it's just been uh, a fun, fun, fun last week has just been fun. Like I'm getting out there. I'm doing more comedy. I got some dates I'm excited about. and want to tell you about if you want to come check me out and do stand up. If you have been a fan of the cannabis coffee hour during the pandemic. I mean, most of the places I'm playing is vaccinated. And then I do. I mean, I, I've been wearing my mask until I get on stage. I wear my mask inside. I wear my mask outside. Sometimes I wear my mask. <laughs> Not on this. I like taking it off too. And I like being in the sun. Nothing beats the sunshine, you know. Getting to that moment. That's the gig. Everybody's feeling it, you know. Uh, so I was feeling a little bit stressed, but then my man, uh, about work, <clears throat> but I got two exciting things that just happened was, uh, there's a clip, but the, my episode that I was in, uh, girls five ever is on Peacock, uh, streaming service right now. And, uh, I got Peacock and I got the, the special four ninety nine uh, bump up that you have to get to the originals. I mean, it's a super quality show. If you like 30 rock. You're going to love Girls 5 Ever. Like, it's uh, it's the same, you know, camp. It's Tina Fey's crew, and it's an amazing show, and it's hilarious. The setup is uh, a girl group from the 90s, get, you know, that had one-hit wonder, 
and they get sampled by a mumble rapper, you know, now in 2020 or whatever it started, 19, the last few years, I mean, time, who knows what that is right now. But the funny thing is, is they come back into uh, the lexicon of uh, of their of today and they've all been like, you know, they're working other gigs and then they're totally different people. But now they're trying to be pop stars. It's hilarious. Hilarious. I get to do a scene with Paula Pell, Paula Pell, who's a uh, amazing comedy writer from SNL and also has starred in like Anchorman 2. And she just has been popping up over the years, but she's her background is comedy and she's written. She wrote the, uh, you know, helped write the um, the cheerleader sketches with that Will Ferrell did, you know, uh, which is like, you know, some of the funniest thing and, you know, some of the funniest sketches of all time. So I'm just saying I was I'm trying not to fan out too much. But, yeah, I play a stalker. I'm playing like I'm stalking her right now, but I get to do a scene with her. But um, it was fun and cool and amazing um, just to get out there and do, do a little bit of acting during all of this. You know, and the main thing is stand up and then this podcast and then, you know, other stuff, uh, my album that's out there that you can listen to on all streaming services, but Spotify. If anybody knows somebody at Spotify, tell them to put my album back up. They're in some weird fucking fight with 800 pound gorilla with uh, uh, my comedy record label for more money. And um, but some people are getting put back on. Um, I haven't been put back on and I even requested and they sent me some like message back, like forget about it. Uh, but, you know, I don't know this this new analog, uh, this new what am I algorithm, you know, streaming service, social media landscape is like everybody's just feeling it out. I think it's just at the tip of the iceberg was this stuff. I do love doing this podcast and you can watch the podcast on the Patreon. You can sit here and watch. I'm not putting it out there for hardcore out there like that until uh, things get, you know, everything uh, on a national level. But I put a few episodes up there. Um, you know, this this podcast is more about a vibe. It's not all cannabis. It's not about all coffee. It's not all about comedy. But we uh, do talk about comedy or I talk about comedy a lot because that's what I do. And I got some great dates. I'm doing some shows with uh, the mighty Joe Young, Joe Para. I'm doing some shows in Buffalo and then in Syracuse, I am featuring for the one and only Joe Para from the Joe Para show on Adult Swim uh, going into their third season. I, I don't they, they, the Joe Para is just amazing and one of my favorite, favorite comics uh, and comedians. And I just love his whole uh, television show. And I've done shows with him before, but he's doing this big tour and uh, he's playing some cool places. We're doing the Funny Bone which I've played before. I did that with Tracy Morgan and Ralphie May uh, in Syracuse, but it's just like one show. So this is easy. Uh, and then we're doing Buffalo together and he's doing like right downtown. Um, it's a place called the first show sold out, but um, the second show is not sold out, but we're doing Buffalo and I haven't been to, I haven't been to Buffalo since I opened for Mitch Hedberg there. Actually, I know they have a helium comedy club, but I haven't been playing those. Uh, and that just happened in the last five years. Uh, let's see here. Or maybe 10. I don't know. The gig is the gig. 
uh, and I'm psyched to be playing there and I'm psyched for these gigs at uh, the town ballroom. So that will be fun. Uh, if you're in Buffalo on June 3rd, Saturday. Um, and then my comedy show, I got a, a great lineup. I'm just hosting and working out material at um, um, June 26. Um, June 26, I am at Littlefield, and that's 635 Sackett, which is, which is a street, Brooklyn, New York. Sunday, 62622. Um, yeah, Rob Super Friends. Guest Dave Hill, amazing guitarist, amazing comedian, Joelle Johnson. She has her own special on uh, Peacock. That's great. Great stand up. One of the funniest chicks out there and cool. Uh, I love her. And then Reggie Conquest, great stand up comedian from Philly who lives here in New York. So that will be fun. Check out those shows. Go to the link. Support Littlefield, which is a great comedy venue, music venue, funky space uh, in a great part of Brooklyn uh, in the Gowanus by the Gowanus Canal uh, where Swamp Thing lives. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Gowanus is this canal area of Brooklyn, but there's like this nasty river or, or stream that runs through it. But they've been cleaning it up. But it used to really smell from all the industrial waste. But now it's gotten a lot better and it's actually got some funky stuff going down um, bars and venues and like businesses. And, you know, it's just a cool part of uh, Brooklyn that, you know, has been used for years for like holding like garbage trucks and stuff. But now it's like it's kind of like this industrial area that's now getting uh, getting nicer or I don't know what you call it. But, you know, shit's always changing. Um, and they got some great venues down there and it should be fun. Um, like I um, was going to talk about uh, gentrification, but then I was like, uh, nah, I don't really want to go there. <laughs> I do want to just talk about positive shit. There's so much negative shit going on in the day. And this is like a herb fucking uh, weed out session and I'm drinking coffee. And uh, and I I am trying to read like one book just to get off the Internet. And all, there's so much drama in the LBC. You know, there's so much drama on the Internet and the Twitter and the social devices that I'm trying to read more books. So I just uh, shout out to, you know, uh, Maeve Higgins, who I uh, did a sh did a podcast with a couple episodes in her book. Uh I love that episode and I love her book. I read it uh, from front to back. Um, it was like all laid out. Um, it's all laid out. Great. I have it up here on my bookshelf. I just wanted to get all the title correct. She was so nice to uh, do the podcast. Uh, tell everyone on this train. I love them. Maeve Higgins. Uh, yeah, she also does a show at Littlefield. So yeah, Little and Phil, Littlefield has a uh, David Cross does a show there. It's a it's a trip. Um, it's a trip. It's got a funky beat, um, and we can bug out to it. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I wrote even some stuff. What am I listening to? I'm meditating. 
I haven't meditated today and I didn't meditate yesterday. So I feel a little bit off, but the, the herb is evening it out a bit, but I, you can't lean into that too much or I'll get a little bit of jumpiness going on. I guess I secured those gigs and then I'm feeling good, but I'm also feeling like I should duck out and do some more writing and doing some more filming. I want to film more stuff, but I also want to chill out and like enjoy my life, you know? want to listen to some music, want to eat some good food. I want to walk my 10,000 steps uh, every day, all day. Um, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of stick figure. That's been on the playlist. Like I got, I, I didn't stop paying for Spotify. So I've been rocking YouTube, you know, YouTube gets you by. Uh, if you put, if you hit like the selection button that just says music and boom, you know, Google knows what you like. <laughs> which is uh, a little bit scary. Um, but at the same time, you can't live in paranoia la land. And I don't know how much time. So, you know, you got to take it light. At least that's my move. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm reading this Mel Brooks book um, all about me. <laughs> the title, dude, Mel Brooks is just one of the funniest motherfuckers in the world, always has been. I mean, Blazing Saddles, yes, uh, on PC in some sense, and you know, I, you know, how I judge comedy is if it's funny and it comes from a good heart and you just can tell Mel Brooks has that and how hard he works. And, you know, he was born in this was trippy about this book. I recommend it. I've only read the first chapter and it's amazing, but I read slow, uh, but I give myself a whole month. Let's see if I can push through. Um, well, it's almost the end of this month. So let's give me to the end of June. By the time uh, my show at Littlefield <laughs> with a great lineup, um, I should be done with this book. That's the goal. You know, sometimes you do got to you got to set little goals. That's what I do. And I get right into the moment when I start overthinking. And then I'm like, look at that. Look at all that think bubble going on. Like, ah, oh, fuck, you got to get out of that, that cycle. But that's the weird thing about stand up comedy is that you can you kind of have to live in this, the think bubble, which is your ego dancing around is kind of what you create with a little bit. So it's like, you got to learn to, you know, it's kind of like, uh, <laughs> I guess in essence, like the reverse of, you know, like when Hobbit, like he puts the ring on and it goes invisible. I think that's what the way of like letting go of your ego and you can work around things. But speaking of uh, ego, Mel Brooks, you know, he, I, I could tell he has it because you need enough. He does have an ego, but he also is grounded and just a family dude. And uh, he was born in during the like the Great Depression in the 30s. Um, and he uh, grew up in Brooklyn, very close. He grew up in Williamsburg and in a tenement house, in a tenement building. And he was the youngest and his dad died of polio when he was four. But he also said he had this happy childhood. And he describes Brooklyn, all the egg creams, all the great food, all the great people uh, and everybody kind of sticking together. And he was saying like, you know, all about comedy. He was just funny as how he, he was a little guy. So that's how he kind of got through it being in such a rough neighborhood. But he also liked drumming and he was friends or he was friends with Buddy Rich's brother. Um, and he loved Buddy Rich. If you don't know Buddy Rich, uh, he was the best drummer, they say.
But during the, you know, the 50s, 60s and 70s, and I think even the 80s, he was on The Tonight Show. Technically, like as a jazz drummer and a big band drummer, um, he comes from the jazz era and where you would hold the whole band down and the drummer um, would lead the band. And uh, that's where he came from. And it was mostly a band uh, that's that kind of highlighted his drumming and drumming style. You know, jazz is such a free form art form. It's like making beats like right there from your soul. And he was like the best one and technical and dope. I always love watch. If you want to watch uh, Buddy Rich on The Tonight Show, watch him with Carson. Like he just rips it up. He has this like, I mean, it just is amazing. The Beastie Boys say uh, fly off the uh, fly off the cuff like my name is Buddy Rich, which has two meanings like like kind of to his drumming style. And then there's these tapes where he's yelling at his band and uh, demoting them and telling them that they're not good enough or not keeping up with them. But, you know, you've got to be a boss. That's the thing about show business. Like a lot of people in show people in show business like it because it's like to be a you know, to be in show business is like you kind of have to boss up and run your own shit. And then you hot start hiring people. And even when you're running your own show and producing your own show, like you kind of have to make sure everything's run right. And that's what Mel Brooks talks about. I mean, he was like a producer, a writer, like he wrote and produced major motion pictures with deals on the table with a major motion picture company. Like that's millions of dollars to have that much stress. But he came up through the cat skills and was a comic. But he talked about drumming and how the style, um, what I picked up so far is just like the drumming and the rhythm is the same thing as in comedy, you know, in comedy and stand up comedy or even in comedy in general. It's like a setup and a punchline. Like there's certain rules that you're always playing with. And that's what drumming is, is like it's very systematic and almost math oriented on that side. But if you have a certain flair to it is how it kind of evolves to a higher level. Um, and then all of a sudden you're fucking rocking out the Tom Sawyer uh, rush, <laughs> Neil Pert. Uh, to, speaking of drummers, well, yeah, I got it. I have a check out the episode of the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I talk about drumming with Bill Burr. He nerds out on drumming. I just think drumming and comedy. I'm not a drummer. I never had a drum set, but I have been making beats. I make beats for this thing. You know, I guess I do loops and shit. I I definitely have a certain taste in music. Uh, you can check out my musical album, Caffeinated Dope Rhymes, uh, with my song Coffee and Weed. Um, so I definitely have an appreciation for drumming, I guess is what I say. And I wish I maybe if I ever get the space, I should pick it up. Uh, because I think it's healthy, but it's also hard, physically hard. Like it's very mechanical. It's pretty much you're building the base of the music system. Um, RIP Taylor Hawkins. I always, I pump some Foo Fighters. I love the Foo Fighters. I love all that 90s shit, you know. Um, but at the same time, I love all the funky stuff that's happening now. Now music is coming out in clips. Like that video, uh, yeah, like TikTok. They just like I guess, and then everybody's talking about TikTok, and like it's just like in nine second to ten second clips, but it's more vibes. That's what I'm picking up on, like facial expressions and emotions and vibe. People are attracted to vibe. 
Um, that's what I'm feeling. And if the vibe is pure, if the vibe is real, you know, it attracts better people or just like, I don't know. But you know what I'm talking about. Good vibes, good vibes out there. Put them out there with, I mean, with all this stuff that's going on, um, all the gun fucking fuck guns, man. I've never been into them, but I don't want to tell people what to do, but it's just gotten to this point, but I don't want to make this show fucking political, but yeah, I just don't fuck with them. Um, And I just think it's terrible. And, and, uh, but at the same time, we have to move on and look inward and look outward and try to help each other out Um, through, I think that's where like meditation and looking inward like it helps you address uh, sensitive issues in more of a slow fashion and talking it out in more of a real way and trying to remove the emotion, which it gets hard. I got emotional right there. I guess it's because I'm an emotional motherfucker. Uh, I get into it. But that's what I love about comedy. I get into it. I love doing it. And uh, it's just putting smiles on faces. That's a great stick figure song. Listen to smiles on faces. Uh, good vibes. You know, that's what music and comedy is all about, is putting smiles. Uh, and doing stuff goofy. Um, that's what I love about Joe Paris, just pure goofball. <laughs> and not really, you know, not hurting anybody. I'm getting to the tail end there. Well, I could probably pack another bowl if I want to. You know, I'm trying to take it, you know, one step at a time. Um, Enjoy the buzz. Enjoy the comedy. Enjoy doing this podcast. I got a big jug of water. I finished my coffee. Uh, I got a big Nalgene thing of water. They say you got to drink two of these. Everybody's just chugging water. And we need to help the environment. That's what I do want to maybe lean towards that could be the political angle of this podcast is just more environmental. But even then, you know, I do believe, you know, the preachiness is what people get turned off to to nowadays. So my philosophy is just do it by demonstration. Like I could be better. I use a lot of plastic bottles and, you know, um, but I try to recycle everything I can, but I also can be more mindful of minimizing and not getting into super glutton uh, comfort zone type mentality. Uh, I have been thinking about fasting. And one thing about stand-up comedy, like if I go on stage when I'm hungry, I think better. And, uh, you know, we eat like, I've been reading, like we eat so, so much that it's like almost like with the doctor scaring me with the fucking cholesterol shit, you know, it's like, we have to watch what we eat and what you and I think that's with everything. You got to watch what media you absorb. You got to watch what food you absorb. I just w- hope this media <laughs> doesn't have toxic materials in it. You know, good vibes, good vibes. And uh, some funky weed sauce. That's what we were putting in here. Uh, but uh, I'm going to be making some more music and doing some more comedy. And I'm working on writing a more and being more disciplined with my writings i'm trying to do deep knee not deep knee bends but uh what is it squats but without the weights like just sit there and do the squats properly i got this 
because I did pull my back like I talked about last week. And man, does herb work with that? Uh, if you have a pullback, let me tell you that this herb is great that I have. This is amazing. Italian icy. Ah, uh, 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 you know, mama mia. This is uh, amazing. Um, but what's something that's really good is an indica if you have a bad back um, and stretching out with it and taking a hot shower. But Kush cake, that's what I had last week. And that was amazing. And that was the outdoor grown. This was this is the indoor grown and the balance is right, you know, in terms of the buzz. Um, but I can t tell a different vibe in terms of like the smell, the pungency. Um, I just like the outdoor grown. It's not as like too hard. You know, it's just more natural. That's what I'm about, man. I'm like, I like that brown bread. Uh, I've been making some bomb ass tuna fish, but we get the good tuna fish cans. There's like this $5 tuna. I guess it's fresh water. I don't if you know your tuna fish, but I made some bomb ass tuna salads. I'm trying to get this mayonnaise that's made out of avocado, avocado uh, oil mayonnaise instead of regular mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is good, but it can be gross sometimes. And it like makes shit that's like healthy into non-healthy. But a little bit of mayonnaise is good, you know? I like to do my tuna fish with mustard and mayonnaise. When I do my tuna fish, I crack pepper, okay? And then I get fresh celery, fresh, crisp. Chop that, and then you get red onion. Chop that, fresh, crisp. Then you get dill. Dill is the fucking secret sauce to the most bomb-ass tuna fish in the world. Uh, fresh dill, oh my lord. Bring it on. Bang a gong. Pull a bong hit, man. Put dill in your fucking water bong. Hit that shit. Call it the smoky pickle. <laughs> uh, yeah i just love a good tuna fish sandwich on a whole, whole wheat bread oh toasted get out of dodge then get some uh, i had some great roasted carrots roasted carrots in the oven carrots in the oven and then you put some turmeric and then you put some salt and pepper or you can just lace it with butter but cracked pepper fresh cracked pepper will get you through I always say with cooking, if you get good ass salt and you get some good ass cracked pepper, that's the beginning of all those like cooking shows, diners, diners and drive-ins and dives. Uh, you know, there's only so much to mix and match. Now we absorb so much. We all watch these different shows and watch them from all, all the cooking shows from all different angles. And then you do a lot of cooking yourself. And yeah, it comes down to salt, pepper, uh, your spices. Uh, so for me, you got to have some garlic powder. You got to have my new one is green goddess uh, powder. It's like, uh, I think that's Trader Joe's. I go green goddess, garlic powder, salt and pepper and uh, truffle salt. Somebody gifted me truffle salt. And now somebody gifted me truffle salt and truffle honey. And I've been putting truffle honey because I ran out of honey and honey like doubled up. So I'm like, yo, I don't know about honey. Uh, I'll get some honey here in a minute. I got some other honey, but it kind of dried up on me. I like the fresh stuff to put it in my smoothie. But. Uh, um, but I put the truffle honey into the smoothie and I don't know, you get into it. It feels great. It's a more of an 
earthy. It's a mushroom, you know, it's not trippy mushroom. I haven't done that many mushrooms. Um, I've tripped a, a, a few times in my life, but everybody's tripping now. Everybody's micro dosing and all this stuff. And to tell you the truth, I just haven't had time where I've had that much headspace. I think with tripping, you need like 48 hours of heads of clear headspace on either side. And I haven't really had that, you know, it's mostly been work, work, work. That's what I like about cannabis. The thing that I will, what I have observed and the thing about tripping, if it's either LSD or uh, any of the psychedelics, I've noticed people that do a lot of it, you know, like go all in kind of like a lot of it, like you will experience some bad trips. Like it stops, you know, it's, I think that's what everything, I don't know. There's like a natural thing. People say that with cannabis, you know, and I have had some, un, uh, I, it hasn't always been pleasant experiences. That's what I do like about this podcast that I can kind of talk it out. <laughs> but, uh, I have learned from all of them and it just kind of, it works for me. You know, uh, I'm trying to kind of keep it even keel as I go forward, because if this podcast um, becomes successful as I know it will, and uh, I could, I just believe in it. And I, and I see the numbers and I just want to say, hit the like button, everybody. I, the numbers are going up, but you're being fucking stoners on me. Hit the like button, subscribe. Uh, don't hate, appreciate. I love you. Um, Lava Zava is the coffee I'm drinking. I'm towards the tail end, so I'm pretty jacked up on it. That's why I got to even it out with some water. Let's, I got to drink this big thing of Nalgene uh, water. Um, let me make sure. I haven't even been seeing if I've been recording this on video, but I have. So if you want to watch the video and see the Nalgene bottle, look at that. Boom, big bad boy. And see me smoking out of the uh, glass Marley one hitter. Uh, what is it? Marley Naturals, I think, is, is, is the product company. I do know I follow them on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Rob88Cantrell. I put 88 down there for fresh for 88 by a KR set one as kind of like, I guess a lot of Rob Cantrell's. I just put it, I just, and uh, yeah, that's how it came out. Um, but you can follow me at Rob 88 Cantrell um, for my Instagram handle. But I don't know, Facebook and Instagram, I love it. But maybe one day I might fall off of it. I don't know. I was thinking about this for social media. It's kind of like battling a robot for fame or mental illness. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about talking about that on stage, but uh, I really think like I love social media and, you know, we've all, you know, it's kind of like this candy thing. Um, but at the same time, it, you know, too much of it, I think scrambles your noggin and it can definitely uh, flex on your ego. And if you're not, paying attention you know um because i don't really kill it on twitter or instagram my numbers aren't crazy um but i don't put the love in it or i do do i do like it i put it up there i just uh haven't figured it out you know it's not my generation i'm generation x yo i didn't grow up with inter any internet uh internet happened for me after college <laughs> 
uh, I'm out there, man. Uh, but I appreciate you guys listening to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. And uh, check out my road dates, I, my, my shows at Rob Cantrell slash shows. Um, check out Lava Zava. This, you know, this was at Key Foods. It was at the grocery mart and it was for $6.99. So Lava Zava, like L, I hope I'm saying this, Italiano. Uh, L-A-V-A-Z-Z-A. Um, this is like some of the best coffee out there, to tell you the truth. Like this is higher end coffee. That's why I picked it up. This is like just as good as Stumptown, but it's a different, it's more classic Italian uh, whereas Stumptown is like kind of like your craft brew. This is more of your like, you know, if you were getting a real German beer or something, this is uh, the real deal. Or it's like their mainstream of the real deal. Coffee is so heavy. Like it's like there's so many levels to it. Uh, like in like last week we drank African coffee. This is Italian coffee. All these different cultures and all these slight differentiations. Like that's why I think it's, so amazing that it goes along with cannabis and strains that uh italian ice let's look that up on leafly um but lava zava it's a great coffee and it's like a 15 dollars coffee and they had it for sale for 6.99 um i don't know if it's a little bit older or whatever and it's already ground so that kind of made the morning routine a little bit simpler like i didn't have to break out the grinder but if i have the good beans i just ran out of the good beans after a uh Shout out my brother-in-law, Kevin, who got me the Atlas uh, coffee subscription. Um, so hopefully I think I have another couple months on that uh, that I can get the good beans. But I do have good beans. Uh, I'm not stressed. I just got this good lava zava that, you know, um, that is awesome. I'm just kind of snobby with my cannabis in my coffee. That's what makes this, you know a podcast I believe in. Um, so let's check out this Italian ice um, on Leafly and what they say about it. Um, because it's, it's pretty awesome. And it is a great high, like I'm, it's like, I feel good, but it's also, um, I don't know. You can just tell if it's good, if it's good. <laughs> Oh, there it popped right up. Italian ice. Italian ice is a hybrid marijuana strain. We're still learning about the flavors and the effects of Italian ice. If you have smoked this strain before, tell us a review. Oh. It's relaxed, sleepy, tingly. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, it's relaxed. It's definitely a chiller. Um, and I think it definitely has some CBD, but it's such a uh, new strain, huh? Wow, maybe uh, maybe Weed Maps might have um, a better read up on it. Let's see here. Like these are great apps. Uh, weed maps and leafly. Um, okay, it popped right up. Let's see what this is.
Oh. Yeah, I think this strain is so new. That's what they're saying. So I don't know. I give it a review. Very tingly, very good, very upbeat, very positive, very good. Just like really good coffee. This is great if you come across it. <laughs> Maybe I'll do write some notes down later. Uh, I would say some notes. It, it kind of has like a, I, don't, I guess what I felt on it was like kind of cush, but not as, not as like paranoia-y. And it kind of comes on like, you're like, ah, oh, I feel great. <laughs> and that's it. Um, and then you're like, man, this is really good weed. Um, but I don't feel like I feel like I can just chill out today. Very relaxing. Very relaxing. I don't know how much I will get done, but I can get a lot of done like the busy work. Like that's what I love about cleaning and smoking. Um, that's always fun. And cleaning is a good thing. Making your bed is a good thing. Organizing your desk is a good thing, but it doesn't mean you're going to be a millionaire. Like you got to make some power moves out there. So I'm trying to get into that a little bit. Uh, and things are happening with stand-up and I'm excited and I'm excited to uh, tell you guys all about it as we come out of the pandemic and hopefully the monkey pox won't hit it. Um, and I can get out there and perform more. Um, but I just I love this show and I love you and I hope you have a great day. All right, that's it. Peace and love. Be nice to each other. Life is a gift and all of that. Mm, 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 mm. Pat yourself on the back. We're done.